Now, I'm going to start <laughs> with a very, very important, and I do this obviously for young people, but shout out to our youngest listener. So our youngest listener is my friend's son, good friend Jason Smith's son, Jackson Smith, three-year-old. Apparently, Jason has been playing Jackson, the podcast, and Jackson it shouts, Uncle Andy, Uncle Andy, Uncle Andy, when he hears my voice. So, <laughs> shout out, and I promise I'll do this, shout out, youngest listener, Jackson Smith, who I'll be seeing yeah. at the weekend. Good shout out to Jackson. Ah, nice one, Jackson. Yep. Yep, yep. So, and I'm going to obviously I'll record and I'll, I'll play him this little snippet so he gets an advanced preview, um, unless he's too excited to go and get in the pool, which is more than likely. And he's been developing his best British accent due to um, Peppa Pig. Oh, right. <laughs> Can't beat a bit of Peppa Pig. Obviously yeah. not. Right. Okay, guys. So, today's subject is that we are going unashamedly clickbaity with. Power BI and Excel BFFs. Yeah. <laughs> Loving it. Who wants to kick yeah. off on this one? Whose idea was it? Uh, Tom, I think it yours. was mine. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Tom, over to you, my friend. So, yeah. Uh, obviously, we talk a lot about um, Excel as a data store for businesses and we know that most businesses are still storing a lot of data in Excel and as much as we would like everyone to move all the data to Dataverse or to SQL or something more robust as a storage mechanism it's not changing anytime soon that uh, Excel is still going to be storing an awful lot of data for companies and stuff that sits outside of the the main line of business systems so if you want to really make the most of that data and do something more um, interesting and exciting with it, get it into Power BI and start charting it in there. Start using Excel almost, uh, start using Power BI as though it's your Excel charting tool and not worry too much about using the, uh, the more static charting that you've got in Excel. Yeah, so I mean, the point being, it just makes Power BI very accessible because it's so quick and easy to go and connect to that data source and update that data source as well, which is a plus and minus, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Shailen, talk me through how, you know, you're working with customers, you know, on, on, you know, real significant projects whereby Excel is, you know, a significant part. Most of them. It's, it is a significant part, but recently, um, printing, putting, you know, creating a lovely, fantastic-looking dashboard for different business units and you know different uh, a lot of users. Um, and yes, they'll they'll use Power BI because they they really like Power BI and it gives them the the functionality that they're looking for, um, and you know makes everything look nice as well. But they do want the Excel kind of they data in Excel as well. Now, um, and they specifically asked for, well, can we just link Excel to the data set and we could have, you know, that data within Excel and share that data as well so people can see it. And yeah, it's all possible. Absolutely. But the key thing yeah. is it has been modeled in, in Power BI. It, it does come from a central um, source and um, we still have those, you know, dashboards and all that kind of functionality, drill down functionality within um, Power BI, um, but yeah, it, but they, but people will 
I think they're just used to it. People find Excel, they're comfortable with Excel, and they like to see numbers in Excel, even though we can show lots of numbers within Power BI in a in a table or in a matrix or you know in in um, other formats as well. But they still like to see those cells in Excel. They're, and and that's what we kind of find. Um, we can't. There's there's no point in trying to stop them doing it because, you know, as our podcast say, they are best friends. Yeah, <laughs> Excel and Power BI. They kind of go hand in hand at, at times. Yeah, only it's also the case though that when you've got a, a massive table of columns and rows of figures, Excel tends to do a better job of displaying that than Power BI, and it's easier to scroll around that in Excel and navigate around it in Excel than it is is to to work with that directly in Power BI. And you know, if if you are working in an accounts department, the that overall look of what a trend looks like is often less important than what the specific numbers are month on month and what what the exact figures are in terms of that change between uh, between months and accounting periods so you you have to work at that level of detail that a bar chart or a line chart is never going to give you in enough detail or as easily in enough detail as you need when you're working in those roles yeah, absolutely. There's another example as well where, um, but let's let's say the same you know department. Let's say finance. Um, as soon as they start creating KPIs or like a dashboard view in another sheet within Excel, but they're looking at those numbers in that sheet. That's when you know you'd introduce Power BI if it hasn't been introduced already, because they're trying to do it within Excel. So why not give them that that you know interactive that Power BI actually comes with and it does offer and support. So um, that's that's where I think they you know they really do work work well together. Yeah, and I mean I have been using it a lot in SharePoint, especially I think Excel and SharePoint and Power BI is a great combination on the basis that um, we 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 take spreadsheets from other line of business applications. Um, so on the basis that the columns all stay exactly the same, um, link that to a model. And if somebody wants to go and refresh that data from the other line of business application, they can just drop that Excel spreadsheet into the SharePoint location, refresh the Power BI model, and bang, you know, the data gets refreshed quickly and easily to the point that, you know, we've got implementations whereby we've got users updating those Excel spreadsheets on a daily and in some cases uh, multiple times a day um, and it works really really effectively on that basis um, and the other thing we do um, is use it you know just to go and bridge little gaps so if there's little issues little bits of data which are problematic to get hold of and we can go and put that into excel and again put it into sharepoint then users can go in and just update the data in that excel spreadsheet we could we connect it all up to the power bi model and as long as you just go and refresh as long as you don't go and change column headers and all that kind of stuff um then it's really effective and i think also don't forget to really listening you know the benefits of power automate with all of this and the basis to go and take you know data in an excel matrix because lots of times it's in a matrix and of course that's not going to play well with power bi but for 
power query to go and unpivot um, and to put it in the right format you need to go and consume within a Power BI model. So yeah, um, we use it um, an awful lot. I mean, another possible, another possible case you can get is if you've got a massive uh, CSV file and you're going beyond what you can uh, load into an Excel sheet. So you're going beyond that sort of million row mark in a CSV file, which is quite possible if you're dealing with um, retail sales or something like that. Uh, you can load that CSV into Power BI and then you don't need even need to build any visuals in Power BI, upload that, you can connect Excel to your data model and then get summarized data back out of that CSV into Excel where you can do further processing on it. So you've got that option in there as well. Now, of course, you could also do that in Power Pivot inside Excel, but the, the principle remains the same for, for managing that data and how, how you could uh, handle that in there i think that's a really good use case because where where um where i've i've used it before but I, i've seen you know organizations where they have those csv files quite large csv files with millions of rows because as you say it's um it's retail but these ones are around locations and coordinates so every single coordinate is tracked um importing into you know sql um is an option you know, and it's, it's it's still an option, or now you know Azure SQL or something else. But going into a Power BI dataset mm. and then linking Excel, I think that's a really good yeah. use case. But especially when you prototype in, let's just skip the step and get in there first. <laughs> yeah. That's a great point. I did yeah. this recently on a, for for row level security. Try and get row level security set up correctly with a client. I mean, the prototyping to use Excel to go and try out some ideas because this is data come from a, you know, a one of the one of the JBOPs, if everybody anybody can remember that. Um, but data coming from one of those, um, and actually, it was it was such a big job to get the data in, to manipulate, to go and work with, just to test out what we need to test. So actually just to bang a few Excel spreadsheets together with companies, um, permissions and users, just some fake sales transactions, worked really well to, to work out exactly how we need to set up in this instance. And don't forget, there is the export to Excel that people always ask for. Does it export to Excel? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we can yeah. export to yeah. Excel. And really well used. Oh, yes. Unless you turn it off. You can switch it off. Um, and, you know, that's, when, when organizations say... The, that's probably the quickest way to kill your engagement. I know, but when organizations <laughs> say, no, no, we're going to... We're gonna, um, yeah, we, we want to switch it off. We it, but... Yeah, they, uh, they do try and they say, no, no, you, you can't. So, um, no, but that's... But, yeah export to excel when we deliver training courses um some of the data sets we have we do have online data sets as well and more structured data um, sets for for training but we also have data sets so sample data sets within excel and especially if we're yep. leaving them with a student then we give them the power bi file the um, data sets within excel as data sources um and I think it's a it's a great and easy way, um, especially for things like training. Yeah, 
Yeah. Talk me through some of the, the, the good and possibly bad practices um, when using Excel with Power BI. And I guess we, um, one springs to mind is if I had an Excel spreadsheet that had a load of formulas in it, that was just transforming and calculating data and then I was picking it up from Power BI, I'd probably be a little bit mm -hmm. concerned about that. I mean, I'm, you know, generally just looking for raw data from Excel and nothing else. I mean, so, you know, I guess that's, that's the one that I throw into the hat immediately. What, what else would you guys come out with? Well, I, th I think the, this is where the export to Excel can be a dangerous function anyway is that it, it can then start turning Power BI into just a mechanism to export data from your line of business systems and dump it into Excel sheets. And that's something I think we, I think we covered that actually in our very, very first podcast. Yeah, um, the classic. Yeah. The one that's going to be the, the it's, it's going to be the <laughs> NFT. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that, that's a that's a risk of that. Um, but there's also a risk of if you can get everything you want out of Excel and Power BI, why would you then bother uh, actually improving your data storage and looking towards more structured data storage like SQL Azure or something? If you can achieve everything you want to achieve without that bit of implementation. Now, there's obviously lots of reasons why you should, but yeah, yeah, I've got a load. Yeah, but it can act as a barrier as a result because you get you can get to a point where pe the people who end up signing that check at the end of it to to spend the money on things like Azure SQL go, well, why do I need to? Because I've got the dashboard I want. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, all they need to do is to have somebody to go and delete the Excel spreadsheet, overtypes and cells, do all the usual things that people do with Excel spreadsheets, oh, then they'll soon be motivated to put said data in a more robust environment. But yeah, look, it's a really, really good point. And you can do so much, can't you, in terms yeah, of yeah. taking that data and manipulating it from, from Excel. Yeah. I think I think just be very, very aware of the potential risks that you have and, you know, don't bet you're reporting on it but you just you just highlighted some of those risks and the ones that we we often see when i say often see is just time and time again we see where excel is the data source and when they try and refresh the data in power bi it says uh, you know bx i can't do it because something's changed the column head has changed yep. You know, yep. uh, and and or data quality, and we say data quality because it's a particular type of field it's looking for, mm. and and all of a sudden there's a value, a null, or something out, something within in in the um, the cell. Yeah. Or, um, or indeed, that. some somebody's left the file open and then clocked off for the night. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That also stops that it working. Well. <laughs> yeah, it won't refresh. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely that. But then the other the other danger that we we see. Um, is where they where they do have let's say line of business applications, and um, they're on a prototype. And I use that word that term loosely, <laughs> prototype, because they say, well, we're already exporting this data into Excel, and they may be using Dynamics, SAP, Oracle. We've had it with every nearly nearly every kind of line of business or ERP application. They say we've already got this data, and we're exporting it every month. We export this data, and we do. And now we're going to make you know some dashboards to share with the organisation. Can we start there? You start there. 
prototype, yes, looks fab, looks fantastic, and everyone starts using it and think, great. Well, why do we need this? Why do we need to go from source to something else now? Why don't we just use that mechanism all the time? Yeah, and and that's a big, you know, a, a thing one to watch for. And people listening have probably seen or heard of this many times before. And he's trying. Jackson to, has on a number of occasions. Oh, Jackson, <laughs> yeah, and, and you will come across this time and time again. <laughs> But, yeah, uh, we, we, we've got the prototype. Let's just smash it live. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Let's go from prototype yeah. to live production. Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't look, and I look, and we all know that when we go and put, you know, POC or something uh, deliberately as a file extension and a file name and a name on the reports and whatever else, and we even write POC somewhere in text on the report, and all of a sudden, people are using it in their day jobs. How? easily such phrases get disregarded and said report or data set gets used i mean when, anger. When, yeah once you've got that it's very easy just to pock it up <laughs> but um pock it up. Uh, p-o-c yeah. for everybody yeah. there <laughs> all right so just, good practice just change, so just just change the it? name so, yeah so yeah. from a poc yeah. you just change the name of the file yeah, yeah. I need to laugh about it, but we, we <laughs> there is. Yeah, it was an instance um, where they were using a data, and yes, we tested it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but it was deliberate. This is prototype data, and we need to go through the stages and life cycle, etc. Oh, maybe it works now. Why don't you change the name of it? Yeah, it's it's production. Yeah. <laughs> it's production ready. <laughs> it's not production. Yeah. What, what what are the good okay so we've, we've pointed out some of the things that can obviously go wrong um what are the good practices if somebody is looking to go and do this to use excel to support their production environment probably with a line of business application somewhere what what, what are you know the the things that people should start doing from day one of that particular project or projects i was gonna just gonna kick off on that with because um, we mentioned it and they, as a negative thing. However, it can be a positive thing. So line of business application, sometimes it's difficult to set up connections and integration points. And there's always an element of licensing that comes with those integration points, right? So if you try and do something there, um, especially with some of the larger ERP vendors out there. Um, not naming any, but you used to work for one, Andy. Yes, <laughs> before before and, we used to work and together. And would be part of the the uh, acronym that was JBOPS. <laughs> yep. So, and um, but if there's an easy way to extract some information into Excel or a CSV file, then that could be a, a very good starting point. And um, and normally there is. And so to start something, and we'll, we'll yeah, let's we'll call it a proof of concept now. That could be a way to extract some information and start um, just showing what what's possible and how it may work. Yep. Yeah. Um, sorry, the dog's barking downstairs. Now. I don't know if you can hear it, but um, they're all going to start going in a second. So, Jebs, you know, do what you like with it. We can leave dogs barking or not have dogs barking. I don't mind. <laughs> um, so, Tom, best practices from you, you know, if somebody's going about doing this, you know, what, what, what do you warn people to say, okay, look, if you're going to do it, then approach it this way. 
Well, I'd say understand your use cases for it. Understand why you are doing certain things with Excel and Power BI. It's the the danger is that you can get into this as being your default decision. Oh, we've got Excel, we've got Power BI. We'll just use the two together. Done. But if you actually spend the time to understand, right, well, if we are going to use the analyzing Excel function, why are we doing this? Would it be better off done in Power BI itself? Or would this even be something that needs to be kicked back to the source line of business system where you can get that and actually possibly get what you're doing straight out of the box without doing any of this work? Uh, understand if you're using it for proof of concept that that is a proof of concept and work out how you're going to limit that proof of concept and if you're exporting from from power bi into excel understand why you're doing that and what what value is power bi adding because if it's just a, a becomes a mechanism to export from your source system again you need to go back to that source and look at how you do it in the raw form rather than adding layers of complexity and more opportunities for errors occurring. Yeah, no, no I think some really, really good points. Uh, Shailen, sorry, I think you're going to follow up on something. Yeah, I was just going to follow up and you have to, I think, um, and yeah, following on, there may be an element of, because we, we say that people are comfortable using Excel. When we say comfortable, it's probably because They've used it for, I don't know, a long time, right? Let's put it a long time. Most people have when it comes to analyzing information and numbers. Um, and so they're used to it. So they, you could argue there's a bit of a, there's a training kind of thing here as well. Because someone's made a decision or a, you know, this isn't been made within the organization to, to use a tool set like Power BI, you know, or, or, or something else. And it's about training, making sure they get the best out of it as well. Because what we have seen and we continue to see is being deployed. And then all of a sudden, right at the end, there's this like very small, oh, this is how you use it. They haven't been taken on that journey. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 best will in the world is not going to really work. You can't just at right at the end go, here we go, watch this video, or you can do this with, with this. And so I think there's an element of the over that that piece as well overall training where we have seen benefits true benefits of excel i mean uh, power bi is where they have seen the capability in terms of that modeling capability and from an analytical um, perspective where you can because if they're doing all of that on trying to do everything in excel and you show them how you can do it in in power bi um and we're talking, you know, users, the like finance users as well, who who are used to that kind of those those um, data sets, putting that together in in Power BI, creating a model, and then visualizing. Um, we've seen some real, you know, benefit there. Yeah. I was just going to say, Shane, you mentioned training there. Do you know where um, where I might be able to find a podcast on training users in Power BI? Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I think <laughs> this one. I think we've released one recently. Uh... I was going to say, what about the um, training courses that we offer? Fab, yeah, I'd say. 
Yeah, and I'm a, yes, exactly. So, you know, we, we can do it. There's loads of places to get it. Um, I'm actually going to give a shout out to soon to be friend of the podcast, my friend Helen Wall, who um, does, I think, most of, if not all of the training courses on LinkedIn Learning for Power BI. Um, there's another place to go. And I think our next podcast is going to be with Helen. So there's loads of places to go and get training. Obviously, you know, Helen does some incredible generic stuff um, to go and help you learn the tool, but we can do some very specialist tailored training um, to go and help based on your data and instances and issues and whatever else. And I think you made a really interesting point about um, making sure that people mentally separate Excel and Power BI, because let's face it, the tendency is for, for most people to conflate the two in some way, isn't it? And making sure people understand how each of the two work with each other is really important now i'm looking at time we said we're going to do a shorter more concise one um, and i realize i've got a meeting in eight minutes so i need to be off this podcast so i'm looking to quickly wrap up with top tips if that is okay with you to find people but our listeners probably we don't we don't know if listeners think this is your day job andy you know podcast. doing a podcast <laughs> it's uh yeah i, mean? I uh <laughs> maybe i don't know i mean you know respond in the co- in the comments section yeah 25 minutes is uh is, is, is shorter than the others so <laughs> yeah we're on 27 right now um but anyway so top tips shaylen top tips um well they they work well together um so I, I would say don't treat excel as that master data source it should it should yeah. it probably isn't there are always line you know the line of business applications that are the master data sources yeah but for testing proof of concepts you know um and looking at and analyzing data further where power bi you know you'd struggle with with power bi yes use excel yeah yep. so it's that yeah data Think about analysis it complementary correct your data analysis rather than visual um analysis yeah power bi would yep. offer Tom? And I'd say where you are using uh, Power BI and Excel together, just make sure you're doing it for a reason and not just because you can. Yeah. For me, um, I think it is a great tool whereby individuals can go and, you know, quickly update, make changes to data from either other applications or to go and update themselves. Um, But I don't think it's a place to go and have your calculations, measures, transformations, whatever else. I mean, just think of Excel as somewhere whereby it stores data. You shouldn't have lots of formulas within or any formulas really within that Excel spreadsheet itself. All right, guys. Well, look, that's been great. So I think, you know, given how well that went, we should probably be planning Power BI and Excel separated at birth as the next one. <laughs> Depending on how clickbaity we really, really want to be. Yep. Yep. Or should we just go back to something non-Excel next week? No, we're doing social media next week. Mm. Yes. So all to look forward to. All right. Well, look, gentlemen, thank you very much for that. That's been great. Um, I've been Andy Clark. I'm going to say a big goodbye and hand over to you two to uh, do the same. Thanks, all. Bye, Andy. See you soon. Bye.